Good morning, everyone, and welcome. I'm Christina Tonkin, the Managing Director for Corporate Finance at ANZ. We're here to discuss a new scholarship program ANZ has established with Chief Executive Women, a leading not-for-profit organisation focused on the development of women into C-suite and director roles across the country. We recently announced the first three recipients of the new Chief Executive Women and Sustainability Scholarship. This scholarship is designed to help women leaders advance into more influential roles to lead and accelerate sustainable outcomes. And we were overwhelmed with interest and by the impressive applications from practitioners across fields of environmental and corporate sustainability, as well as more entrepreneurial sustainable finance activities. We're fortunate enough to be joined today by one of the recipients, Sonia Rand, and a big congratulation on being one of the inaugural uh, award winners for the CWANZ Sustainability Scholarship, Head of Sustainability and Community at Bunnings for Victoria. And we all love going to Bunnings. <laughs> the scholarship will see Sonia undertake the Executive Development Program at Wharton Business School. So welcome, Sonia, and thanks for your time today. Thanks so much, Christina. It's great to have the opportunity to chat today and it's really great to be here. Wonderful. So we'll kick into the questions. So perhaps we could start by with you sharing a little bit about your career journey to this point. Um, I started my career journey as a young graduate engineer and I enjoyed a lot of hands-on experience in the pulp and paper industry. And it was that um, experience that gave me a really early insight into some of the balances between commercial industry and also use of our natural resources. And over time, I transitioned into more of a product development kind of role and started to work more with customers and also the external positioning of the business. So this again provided more useful insights, um, this time into what customers value and how that value is perceived and also how that value can be communicated, especially from a sustainability point of view. Uh, I then took the opportunity, as many young Australians do, to travel and to work overseas and I headed to London and I planned to stay there for a couple of years. But what I found um, was that after 10 years, I was still working there I worked in the beverage industry for a big major brand um, and I developed packaging and also products for the UK and European markets. Um, in many ways, these markets seemed more advanced than the market in Australia and more attuned to the ideas of sustainability, waste, recycling, and also responsible and ethical purchasing. This was supported by industry, um, but also by government initiatives, as well as emerging legislation from the EU and also the UK. Um, in general, there was a much larger market and also a really clear market segmentation of people who were willing to pay more for sustainable goods um, or ethically produced goods. So it was a natural move to me um, to transition to managing sustainability and ethical sourcing portfolio for the business that I was with. Um, and I worked across the industry with a lot of players from other food manufacturing, but also retail businesses. It was a really collaborative way of working over in the UK and Europe, 
um, sharing industry, uh, sharing uh, ideas across industry in a really pre-competitive way. I found my passion actually for working in sustainability in London. It was a really dynamic and active market. And it was at the same time that major companies like Unilever and retailers like Marks and Spencers were making their mark. They were putting out ambitious goals into the market uh, and also positioning their business purpose with sustainability, which was quite new at the time. So it was a really exciting and dynamic place to be. I eventually returned to Australia with a lot of experience and um, a lot of ambition to make change here. And I've enjoyed some amazing um, career experience here in Australia after my return. I worked at Coles in grocery retail for many years, um, then transitioned into fashion retail with Cotton On Group. And now I work in hardware and home improvement retail with Bunnings. Wonderful. Wow. Uh, that's a really exciting and I think vibrant background. And I would definitely agree with you about you know, the focus in the UK and European markets probably being, you know, 10, 15 years in advance of Australia. Uh, you know, I think I've seen that on the financing side in terms of, you know, new product development to work with customers in order to finance either sort of circular economy or transition to low carbon. Uh, but it's really exciting to sort of hear that firsthand. Could you tell us a little bit more about what specific areas in sustainability that you're currently focused on and the areas that you sort of want to focus on going forward? So my current role is really around creating and also managing the sustainability vision for the business. Um, it includes elements of sustainability reporting, governance, communications, but also focusing on projects and initiatives to do with um, energy, carbon, waste, Packaging is very important in the retail area and also community impact. So quite a broad portfolio mm. and um, a very exciting portfolio of work as well. Carbon and energy are a particularly important focus area for Australian industry. So a lot of my work is focused on the transition to renewable energy coupled with reducing energy consumption in our own operations. And then looking a little bit further afield, there's also emissions and impacts um, related to upstream supply chains and also downstream use of products. So there's a lot of work um, going on to understand what those impacts are and what role uh, we can play in reducing them. There's also a lot of innovation in resource recovery, um, recycling and packaging. And also um, we want to focus on these key areas and make conscious efforts to reduce and improve our own impacts and also ensure that the products that are sold are also responsibly sold. So this extends to full life cycle considerations for products um, and it's commonly known as product stewardship. And probably um, a good example to, to touch on is to offer battery recycling, just as a small example so that customers can take a potentially harmful product at the end of its life um, and this can be recycled and have valuable materials recovered and then repurposed into what we call the circular economy. I've also worked for many, many years in the field of ethical sourcing and had the opportunity to work directly with a lot of supply chains and factories across Asia and Australia. 
um, mainly in the implementation of improvements to labour conditions and environmental practices at factories. So I currently sit on the Modern Slavery Expert Advisory Group, which advises the Australian government on issues around the implementation of the Commonwealth Modern Slavery Act in Australia, working with a really great um, group of people from across industry um, and across academia to consult and to also advise the government in that area. And then coupled with those efforts in environment and community impact, um, there's a lot of focus on what work we can do in communities and how we can contribute and participate in communities. So a lot of my work is focused on contributing to local and regional and national causes um, and working with charities and community organisations. And for me, what I love about working in sustainability is at the heart of my work and everyone else who works in sustainability is people. Um, I've led an, uh, areas of work um, across all the you know, main pillars of sustainability, human rights, nature and biodiversity, energy, waste and packaging, community. But I find that the one common thread which brings them all together and links them is that it's about creating better communities, more strong and resilient communities for people. And it's that people focus that really inspires me. Um, I also find that the field of sustainability is constantly innovating and improving. What was a new idea many years ago becomes the baseline for the future. So we all remember dolphin-free tuna many years ago or CFC aerosols. Um, that was a new idea in its time, but now um, it's the baseline for what we use to build even more sustainable initiatives. Um, and I also like how sustainability um, connects people across industries. So fields such as finance and education and health, they work with industry professionals um, in retail where I work. And it just brings a really diverse set of skills and experience and just strengthens and evolves this field of sustainability. Thank you. And then finally, and probably on a more personal note, I'm just interested in your aspirations for your career from now. And, you know, also, can you tell us a little bit about how the, you know, program that you're embarking on at Wharton uh, will play into that as you move forward? So as part of the sustainability scholarship supported by ANZ and Chief Executive Women, I chose to participate in the Executive Development Program at the Wharton School uh, based in the US and um, a, a really um, amazing uh, opportunity to connect with the school and to connect with the um, professors and the uh, faculty there, but also the um, cohort of students um, who participated as well, a really amazing and diverse group of people. So the course is really designed to extend leadership and management skills for managers who have deep functional expertise in specialist disciplines. So someone like myself who's worked in the sustainability field for over 20 years, I've developed key skills in those specific areas. Um, but I was really looking to develop my leadership and management skills um, beyond my area of key functional expertise and really help me to influence and partner more effectively across the business 
by having a deeper understanding and a deeper connected way of um, uh, working with other key business functions. So the key skills which I was looking to extend in were around finance, around marketing, um, and also operations and strategy. So they were offered through this course, and so it was a really ideal fit for me. And I was looking to become more effective in communications um, and add more to cross-functional teams through that nuanced learning of um, what it is uh, that connects the work that we do across those functions. And I was also hoping that the learning would help to improve decision-making overall and just build that um, personal confidence to influence at a greater level and create more change in the sustainability space by working with my colleagues across the business. Um, in my view, I've always sought to bring a very commercial lens to my work in sustainability. I've always worked in the private sector um, and to ensure that projects which um, I lead bring long-term sustainable change um, in the true sense of sustainability. So um, the course offered a lot of insight into linking strategy to financial-based performance, which I think was a really important piece and just allows me to um, more confidently um, liaise across the business to create sustainable outcomes. I think for me as well, um, another part of the scholarship which was really important is to connect with other course participants um, and also be networked to other CEW scholars. I'm really grateful to the opportunity um, that ANZ and CEW have come together to offer this scholarship. Um, I'm really looking forward to sharing my learning, not only in my organisation, but more broadly across the industry. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Sonia. It's really been a privilege to hear your story and your plans for leveraging, uh, you know, the scholarship as you move forward. I certainly have very much enjoyed personally being involved in, uh, you know, the selection process to date. Uh, we certainly wish you and all the other recipients all the very best with the scholarship and the future endeavours in sustainability. It is, of course, I think, critical uh, to ensure a sustainable future. It requires all parts of the economy, all customers uh, across all the different industry sectors, all parts of the community to work together to, to drive a more circular economy outcome. So thank you very much today. Sonia. Thanks again, Christina.